Hello everyone and welcome to this week's uh, Echo Everton podcast, me Phil Kerbride, Everton editor Greg O'Keefe, free tips of Tony Scott and the Statsman Gav Buckland around the table as usual. Um, obviously we will be looking ahead to uh, Bournemouth and probably reflecting a little bit on the uh, comfortable drubbing of Aston Villa last weekend, but uh, a story and a, and a piece that got written by one of our colleagues Chris Beasley this week provoked a huge amount of reaction both online and, and we hope was well read in the Sunday Echo and it was it was on the back of uh, Everton's accounts being released last week and, and, and Chris investigated sort of from his point of view and sort of did a bit of research on, on what was the true value of Everton's squad and, and, and he went through 30 players and, and, and gave each of them a evaluation and it naturally provoked thousands upon thousands of you to, to react and give your opinion on, on his uh, on his valuations some too high some too low some about right uh, so we thought we'd discuss and expand on it it's such a hot topic and a really interesting piece Chris did a great job on it um, so as I said we won't go all through we're all 30 but Greg I'm going to start start with a couple of the, the big hitters with you I mean we we, we touched on Rom last yeah. week and I think I think Gav had mentioned he, he believed 50 million was right so I think and, and Chris in his piece said Romelu Lukaku 50 million so I think we'll, we'll put Rom to one side because we discussed him but the, the other big the other two big uh, valuations here Chris uh, did and we'll start with John Stones 21 mm-hmm. contract until 2019 yeah Chris has valued John Stones at £55 million in today's market. Too high, too low, about right? I think at the moment it might be just about right. But you see, the thing is that by the summer, I think it'll be too low. Um, In January, I think it'll be just about right. But then I keep thinking, in the summer we were saying, well, obviously PSG... Signed David Luiz for 50 million 50, euros. Now, and at the time that was felt that was like a, an equivalent. But let's be honest now, if you compare the two players, John Stones is a better player than, than David Luiz. He's just better than him. Mm. Um, you know, you don't still don't really know where David Luiz plays, where he's best at. And I know Gav will say it's the same for Stones because he sees him in midfield, mm. but yeah. that's a, a different point. But for me, Stones is better. So there's an argument that 60 million, but at the moment, I think just about right. But then again, if you sell for 55 million, say in January, we, Everton won't, but just say they did, mm. well, you cut yourself a bit short because there's a player at that age, will captain England, barring a catastrophe, an unimagined catastrophe, will go on and be probably the best defender in the Premier League, will win medals, will do this, that and the other. And you haven't got him, but you've got 55 million. Now... That's not going to last you as long as the longevity of John Stones' career, if you like. Clearly, transfer values can't reflect the rest of the player's career. Mm. Or you'd get clubs demanding like 500 million or something stupid like that for a young, gifted player. So I suppose what I'm trying to say is, who knows what his value could be by next summer. Definitely south of 60 million, I suspect. Tony, do we have to factor in, we get to next summer and say bids come in which they probably will have we got to factor in the onset of the new TV deal which is on the horizon this, this eye-watering amount of money it's going to you know the current TV deal is massive but the new one just swarms all over that so have we got to factor that in and go well the price is the going right and what clubs around Europe particularly in the Premier League are going to pocket because of the, of the TV money that's flooding into the division it's a massive factor in how Everton are going to approach this transfer for when it does come about 
Just going back to the original point on John Stones, it's amazing. Only just like two or three months ago when obviously Chelsea were putting bids in. Me, I went on record as saying if Chelsea come in with a 45 to 50 million pound bid, I think he'll go. And that just shows you how time can to, can unravel and his, his price can rock it. Me, I can see where he's coming from with the 55, but as you said, with the I can see into that factor where it's the TV deal, it will yeah. it so will like only Chelsea, help. Chelsea or another Premier League club that might want him. To be honest, for me, he's the, be, he's the best defender in the Premier League. And I think all Evertonians deep down know that he's not going to be with us for, t- for too long. He's going to be reaching the heights of Real Madrid and Barcelona. So I'd, I'd be saying, yeah, the TV deal is only going to enhance that. And so we could be asking for ridiculous amounts of money for him. Gav, any, any uh, contest over the £55 million? I... I... Immediately when you asked the question, I thought 60 million, so I was quite comforted by, by Greg saying 55. Um, I think the TV deal plays two ways, doesn't it? It increases his market value, but it also increases the chances of Evan keeping them in terms of you know paying him good wages. So the fact that you don't have to sell by default sort of increases his asking price, doesn't it, really, to a degree. My, my starting point with John Stones is probably the transfer to Rio Ferdinand in yeah. 2002. Yeah, Chris says that. Which I think was, was it 32 million, was it? Uh, Chris says, yeah, Manchester United also paid 30 million Yeah, 30 Rio. million so quid, like, yeah. That was 13 years ago. Yeah, yeah, so if you think if you think about it, if you, if you equate... Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> John Stones to Rio Ferdinand in 2002, though Rio Ferdinand was probably a year or two more advanced to play in, in the World Cup and stuff. Mm. Uh, if you think the way the markets have changed in that time and will change in the future, then I think a price tag of 55 to 60 million pounds is not unreasonable in that in that circumstance. Um, and it'd be interesting to see what clubs are prepared to pay, because um, the TV deal doesn't necessarily affect the valuation abroad, does it? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you talk about yeah. Real Madrid and Barcelona. They, you know, their own TV deals. I mean, obviously, it doesn't come close. Yeah, but it's still, still huge yeah. amounts of money they can afford. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. I mean, it's just, just it increases the market value of them in this country, and therefore that increases what people abroad would have to pay for them. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I think a valuation in excess of fifty million, probably closer to sixty, on the back of a good Euros. Yeah. Uh, next year, you, you don't know, do you really? But I think that I think in that that market really. It's a bit like uh, play cards like this, isn't it? You know, like, <laughs> higher, 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 lower, lower, lower. No, I think, I think 55 to 60 would be my, uh, yeah. my guess. Um, so I think that's four thumbs up from us, uh, Chris. A good job on that one, pal. Um, just one that comes immediately after, just a, an interest in the other end of the scale. Chris has had to value Phil Jagielka, 33, out of contract in 2018. He says his current going value, if Everton decided to sell their captain, Five million, a whole fifty million down on John Stones, <laughs> um, which seems quite difficult to compute. Greg, he's worth more than that, isn't he? He he's is. Of Everton. He is, but I can see where Chris is coming from. I think, I think he's undervalued him a little bit there. However, look, let's play devil's advocate. He's there, as you say, he's thirty-three. He's had two big injuries now. If you take into account his latest mm. one, which not quite as severe as, as the ACL yeah, tear yeah, that he yeah. did. I think in 2009, but it's not an insignificant kind of uh, mile on his clock, if you like. So if you're looking at someone who's going to be would be potentially buying him, you think, well, there's that, there's that. However, he's also uh, multi multiple captain international. Yeah. He's come through all the experiences of a World Cup, and granted, he didn't get you know much kind of universal acclaim for his performances in that World Cup. Very unfairly, if you, if you ask me, in hindsight. But he's come out stronger, better player for that. I would say, you see, it's a strange one because I can't say I'm wanting to buy him. 
Not because of... I just can't... Just, yeah, I think I just we've got to use that our, transfer right, happening. Yeah, we've got to use our imaginations a bit, I guess. So, yeah, we? we are, but I would I would say more, kind of like 8 million, to be honest. But then again, you know, how, how long has he got left? Did, did he's he a have, fit lad, isn't he, but... Was last season as good as he's ever played? I would say it was. Yeah, I mean, two or three seasons left at the, at the top. He's shown no signs of losing his pace. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he's got John Stones alongside him. I think five yeah. million is terrible. I think eight. I, I would say maybe eight million. Maybe or I think you get, I get double figures for him. Don't now. forget, you talk, this is Everton's current play of the, play yeah. the season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think five million is well undervalued. Considering when you're seeing championship defenders going for stupid amounts of money, I think Phil Jagielka is well well worth more than well, five right, million. All I'd say, though, is if you say 10 million, which, you know, double figures, would you be the first 33-year-old to go for 10 million? Well, yep. but this is uncharted territory in terms yeah. of money coming into the league, aren't we? Yeah, well, true, true. Let's put it out there. If Phil Jagielka went on the market now in January for 10 million pounds, there's going to be no choices to take, is there? That's true. You know, you the Arsenal's this world. They'll all be going straight we'll, in. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have that. If Evan yeah. put him on the transfer list at 10 million, you're going to have five or six clubs straight yeah. in there, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, what you're buying as well is you're not buying the player, you're buying his experience, aren't you? Yeah. That's what you're buying. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. you know, he's easily got two years probably Premier League football in him, mm. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and, and what do you say a, a team that, you know, hypothetically, yeah. and we're just playing devil's advocate, say a team had uh, come up and they went, right, we need to, we need a seasoned experience to yeah. keep mm. us up. What's 10 million worth of staying in the Premier League with all the TV money? It is a yeah. small change. So that's where I think his value is massively. When you think about it as well, he'd, he'd walk in Man City's team at the yeah. moment. They're, they're current climbing the centre yeah, of Arsenal's. Loads of teams who are above everyone in the league. He's walking their team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, I think maybe slightly under. Uh, not much, but I think there'd be no shortage of takers for the Jags. I mean, and let's face it, we only bought them for what for? To say you're only going to make a 500 grand profit on the money captain England the yeah, other yeah. month. Yeah. I mean. as well, by the way, that under Roberto Martinez, he's developed as sounds silly as a player no, on the ball. 100%. He's proved that he's got that, you know, his range of passing. That we're wrong. He's not Perlo by any means, but he will, he can pick a pass off the long diagonal. He's good at that. But you know he's he's, he's been quite composed the on the ball. Yeah, the Martinez, he can you know, when he when he needs to as well. If he looks up and sees space, he's not scared to go and exploit it. Newcastle home last season. Yeah. So yeah, I think I've talked myself into agreeing that he's a double, <laughs> double figure. I, I think you've talked yourself into being his agent. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris said five million. There, I think he may have missed a one out there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, uh, interesting. One that caught my eye, um, and will no doubt provoke debate around this table. Yeah, we'll start with you. Aruna Kone joined Everton in the summer of 2013 for £6 million. Yeah. This piece says he's now worth three. That caught my eye. Is he's had a, yes, he's had a significant injury. But he's, I, I, you know, he's, he's, for me, he's probably a better player than he was when he joined. Um, well, he's only had the season at Wigan, hasn't he? I'm, I'm not, how old is he now, Aruna? Is he 32? 32. I would have said... You've got to take into account contracts, haven't you? And stuff, stuff 2017, 2017 yeah. So we've still got two two years left on his contract. I'd say three is probably under under uh, under value in there. I would have said I would have said what we paid for him. To be honest with you, get your six, money back. Six, six or seven million. Get your money yeah. back on a runner. It's a tough one. I don't, I don't think you would. To be honest, if, if he was, yeah, let's, the same argument with Phil Jagielka. If he goes on the market. 
Kone, would you get many clubs coming in for him for six six million? Pro- proven in the fact that he scored goals at a struggling Wigan team. But don't forget, at that struggling Wigan team, he went on a burst of, I think it was January, February. And all before that, all before yeah. that, he didn't <laughs> score before that. And after, I think he went on a burst of like, he scored eight goals in about ten games and that was it for him. Well, you can say that about a lot of players, can't you? About, you can can't, pick, but he can't hasn't exactly you, ripped pick. it up at Evan, has he? And I'd always been injured in that but, but, but I mean, to be fair to him, the last sort of like, certainly this season, he's been more than just a goal scorer, hasn't he? Thankfully, yeah, he's, he's added a lot more to, to his game. You know, he's shown a lot more to his game. Get off his back, Tom. I'm with Chris on this one. <laughs> no, at, at six million, would you get your money back on Kone? No, I don't think he would. I don't think he would. Okay. Give us five. A championship club, maybe. <laughs> well, you, again, though, playing playing on Tony's side, you've got to take into account big injuries. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Big, injuries big injuries as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he's doing brilliantly for us at the moment. Yeah, he is. I'm not taking main, that away from him. That's the main thing. Yeah. I don't think you get your money back on him either. No. Difficult one, isn't that one? Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, another one that caught my eye, and I hope it doesn't become sort of materialised and become an actual issue. Kevin Morales. Now I won't tell you what Chris what Chris has valued him at, and I won't ask each of one of you what you think he's going rate is now. Our contract in 2018 is 28. Greg, you go first. Just give me a figure. Give me a figure, then we'll discuss it. Eight million. Tom. Ten. Yeah. I would say eleven. Oh, you almost with Chris there. Yeah. Twelve million. Chris says. Yeah. Now. Have you went the highest there, eleven million? What was what was you thinking behind? Um, Belgian international. Yeah. Still the uh, right side of thirty. Um, he's got talent. Um, undoubtedly, the only uh, question mark against him is probably well, question marks would probably be a he's in he's had a number of injuries, hasn't he? And b um, his his temperament as such in, in the broader sense. Um, but as a player. I think he's one of the most talented players at the club um, when, he, when he's on fire. Um, again, on Saturday he came on, didn't he? And he looked, he played well. Um, I thought when he came on as sub, uh, he's got something about him. And I think you'd be shortchanged if you were charging single figures for him in terms of uh, millions. Tony, are clubs willing to pay £12 million at a player for a player who's inconsistent? It's a tough one, isn't it? When managers look into transfers, they look obviously look at the player's attitude and how he comes across with the team, but his attitude hasn't been the best, has it, over the last 18 months or ever, ever since he missed that penalty. It was, it's, it's been all downhill from there for him. He's had niggling injuries. And just just touch upon what Gav said then about his being a Belgian international. He doesn't play much for Belgium, does he? He's struggling to get in the squad in lately. Squad, He's yeah. in and out of the squads. I can see where Gav's coming from. Obviously, you, you can start asking for places like that. But he just doesn't do it enough for him. Me, for me, sorry, his attitude is appalling. But you can see when he comes on, it's just all about him. I'm taking this free kick. I'm taking this set piece. He's not a team player. So if I let's put it, if I was a Premier League manager, I wouldn't be touching him at that place. Nowhere near. What he does have is he has a very strong show reel, doesn't he? If you want, if you don't know much about the player, which okay, most Premier League managers do, but if you're the manager of Marseille or or Leon and you know less about him week in, week out, and his little, his foil bulls, if you like, and you look at... You go on YouTube and... Show real clips. Yeah, yeah. You think, this lad's unreal. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. wonder he's a Belgian international. No wonder, you know, people were chasing him last summer. Um, so it would take some creative uh, marketing from his agent to convince everyone that he's the player that maybe Gav said, 
However, I don't think he's quite, I see where Tony's coming from and I share his frustration. I don't think he's quite the full-on bad egg that Tony's painted. I think it's somewhere in the middle. Mm. So that's why I'm thinking eight. You can, like Tony said, you can start the bidding at double figures, certainly. He does have a lot of Belgian caps in a good team. He's not playing much lately. And the big question on his value would be, is he going to go the Euros at the moment? Yeah. It's up in the air, isn't it? When you have these conversations, you've got to have like, the, the, the mindset of the, the seller, not the buyer. And that, that's just mm. a different thing. He's yeah. looking for talent and he's looking to fill a gap in their team. Because that's why you buy players, because you've got a gap in the team and yeah. you've identified where yeah. you want to improve it. And therefore, on, I think somebody like Morales, who, who's, I wouldn't say he's an unusual talent, he brings something slightly different. You know, a buying club, I think, would be prepared to pay a premium to to buy that little bit. Supply and demand. The, the difference. Um, and uh, I take on board that, your, your comments, and I, I, I think, with that in mind, I, I would agree with that, that valuation. I think, taking account of everything you say, I, I would definitely say that he's, on his day, you know, he's, he's, he's very rarely on the He's very, very rarely on the There might be reasons for that, but that's what club are buying for, wouldn't they, really, though? Those flashes of brilliance yeah. that might keep your team up. If, you were, yeah. you if you're a Premier League manager, would you be willing to pay £12 I'm, million for I'm him? I'm not saying the Premier League club's going to buy him, no, are Or a Champions yeah. League. Well, any club, if you were a manager of that football club, would you buy him for £12 million? Because you're taking if, a if, massive gamble with his attitude. If it was in the market for a left side of midfield that he could cut in or somebody could play right or somebody. Yeah. Well, we knew it would provoke uh, a lot of debate. Just going to skip through a couple of the highlights before I get to the next one. Um, I think we should stop at Stephen Naismith, 10 million. Cleverly, 10 million. James McCarthy, 25 million. Mohamed Besic, 9 million. Gazbaz, 2 million, Tony. Hey. Got 2 million in your back <laughs> Gerard Delefeu, 15. Interesting. But the one uh, that we're going to discuss next, and he's sort of one of the men of the moment, scored two on Saturday against Villa. Threw in an assist as well, Ross Barkley, 21, contract till 2018. Chris Beasley places a price tag of £50 million. Is he worth less than John Stones, Greg? I, oof, that's a good one, that. That's a really difficult one. Last I know, I know, for example, if last season you'd have gone £50 million, no chance. This season, what we've seen... And even on the international stage, when he's he's done the business against Spain in, in fits and bursts, looked really impressive against France for most of that game. Yeah, I think fifty million is a is a, a fair price for his age for again going on what Gav says, the unique elements of his talent. You've got a player who's remarkably strong and powerful and quick, but has this skill. I suppose the nearest equivalent that I can think of off the top of my head, and he's nowhere near yet at that level, is Yaya Torre. Well, so he's nowhere near. He's a long way off in terms of consistency and experience. But he's, he's got the feet, he's got the goal threat, and he's got the physical stature and presence. 50 million for me seems reasonable. Tony, have we got to factor into Ross Barkley's price the fact that for a Champions League club who would look to buy him, for an example, He's English, and all that goes with that, and UEFA squad lists, a number of English homegrown talent players you've got to have in there, etc. Does that not add ten million onto the price? Yeah, I, I totally agree with with that statement. I think we've got to look at it as well. The likes of 
players who are one of the mill players for me. They're like see Adam Lalanas who were going for like twenty five million. Yeah. Ross Barkley is is, is doubling when you when you consider about I, I think Chris has got a spot on rounds about the, the fifty to fifty five million mark for me. He's not I don't think he's ever gonna be that world class I expect from John Stones, but he's gonna be just underneath that bracket. I think he's gonna be really, really top notch. And I think Chris has got a spot on with rounds about that valuation of him. I think Gav, Ross is a total class actor. Gav, Tony makes a good point there when he says something like Adam Lallana. You wonder what his actual value would yeah. have been if yeah. he wasn't English. Yeah, I suppose the comparison would be Raheem Sterling, wouldn't it? Mm. For mm. Barkley, 50 million quid. Yeah. Similar stage in development. By no means the, the finished article. You'd say that Ross has actually shown a little bit more mm. uh, during his career. Um, Same his first full year with Martinez in this season. Um, and I think he's picking up on Greg's points. I think he's one of the two players who plays in every for England in every game this year, isn't he? Yeah, I think right yeah. Season, yeah, yeah. Um, which obviously shows you that he's now sort of close to being an established uh, international. And I think if uh, with all due respect to Sterling, if he's worth fifty million, and I think Barkley's worth fifty million quid as well. Dead interesting what Gav has just used the parallel there of Raheem Sterling. I didn't think of that. Mm. If you're looking at the holistic picture as a manager, Tony mentioned before. You do, David Moyes did, Martinez certainly does. You look into the, the player's character and background. You know, Sterling can't help the fact that he's from a you know, difficult background and sad child up at the sounds of it. But generally, his character doesn't sound the best. He sounds like he's a sulker, he's liable to kick off, do stupid things, do the, the other end of the scale is Balotelli. Ross Barkley, for me, is a steady Eddie. He gets his head down, he works hard. You know, the fact that he's from this city and with all the temptations and potential pitfalls for a young player and such would. We haven't heard any stories about Ross, really. Mm. Keeps his head down, doesn't go out. And t- he's not bouncing around Seal Street on the aisle. He's managed to avoid... You'd have seen him if he was. Would have happily bought him a, yeah, yeah. Bought him a, a baby. But you, you do look at that and you think, he's, he's of good character. If you're well, doing your homework yeah, on him. Absolutely. I mean, the other thing that I'd added into that is the fact that he had like, a career-threatening horrible injury, didn't he, when he was young? So he, he's, when he, well, he, was, he was only the periphery of the Everton. Yeah. squads wasn't yeah, he yeah, yeah. when he was only 16 uh, so he's come back from that as well and come back from sort of his second uh, second season syndrome or whatever you would call it um, and with that in mind if Sterling is worth 50 million then you have to place Barkley at 50 million excuse us the buffet cart's just going yeah I, I was making my best points there as well <laughs> yeah 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 I think what would be quite interesting apart from uh, say Evertonian uh, Everton fans and Liverpool fans other other team supporters who would they buy mm, if you yeah, put yeah. Sterling up there and Ross Barkley at the moment who would they be willing to buy yeah, yeah. Barkley all day I think so I think mm. they look at the consistency levels this season wouldn't they? all yeah. day breakfast mm. you know, he was benched wasn't he for last yeah. night's game against Juventus having you know yeah. you know not done anything against Liverpool by all accounts um, no, that's, a, that's definitely mm. an interesting I point mean, I think on Barkley what you would like is to have this conversation in 12 months time and hey he's an out Still an Everton player, and B, mm. you'd value him more than fifty million pounds. Yeah, you would. Yeah, that, I think. I yeah. think we're doing this three months into a, into his best yeah. season so yeah, far. Yeah, I think yeah, there's a, I think there's a distinct possibility that if we have the same conversation in twelve months' time, we'll put a increased yeah. value on yeah, it. Yeah. I hate to be the pessimist, here, but Phil Point sort of alluded to it in his introduction to the Ross section that in eighteen months' time, are we going to be talking like we were in the summer? The clubs are just going to be queuing up. And initially they were when he first broke into the team to sign him again, and it's another one that was struggling to keep hold of. I hope not, it's gone nice and quiet, but the way he's playing, 
I'd be amazed at the top clubs in Europe aren't, and certainly in the Premier League are looking at this lad and thinking no he definitely is what he was cut, what he was initially touted as <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's proven it I'll have a bit of that well this is the territory you're in when you've got good young players like Evan have so yeah. just, you know it's just part of the course he, unfortunately he's got, he's got five goals in 13 games hasn't he this season I think, mm. and I think he'd, he'd had eight in his previous 80 odd games <laughs> so um, that's for Evan um, so as you say he's added that little bit extra and his decision making is better uh, I think he's in his better position which is I think is closer to the front of the pitch um, and I think that's why we're getting the best out of him but you do know that it's actually there's another 20-25% yeah. there isn't it? Just add yeah. an original thought so if you want to just go and let people know it's happened for the first time <laughs> in 10 years um, we know we're not touching on Lukaku but we'll stick with Ross and it just it occurred to me when you said 80 games for Everton it, it, before this season, I think he did yeah. score this eight, eight, I think hundredth was uh, Reading, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 Remar- yeah. If you think about yeah. it, given that injury as well, remarkable yeah. for his age. How many games have Martial play, played? Monaco and United paid that much for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you've got to factor You've got to look at that. There's the going rate, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Um, we'll do we'll do two more, and we'll go we'll go to the different maybe different end of the spectrum because um, I know this one. This one provoked a lot of reaction in, in Chris's piece. I know what's going on. <laughs> uh, we all know him. We all love him. Tony Hibbert, 34, out of contract at the end of the season. Chris believes that if we sold him now, we could get half a million quid. You don't, you don't believe me, Tony? What's that face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what Chris was smoking. Him, was that, um, on, well, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. If, if, if I know it's a big if, given his troubles, if Tony Hibbert could stay fit for a season, some club would pay half a million quid, surely. It's staying fit, though, that's a problem. Well, I, I can understand so, so, so that, yeah. got a clean bill of health, um, stay fit for 12 months. He's a good defender, isn't he? He was. He was just a... I think, I, I felt sorry for Tony, but he come out... He was a generation of footballers where he was just a solid out-and-out defender. No good at going for, but in that generation of playing football, when he, he came about, the fullback had to attack as well. Yeah. And he was just, to be, to be perfectly blunt, he was no good at it. Yeah. He was just a solid out-and-out defender. Now, even, I don't think championship clubs, they look for defenders, young, that can defend and attack. Yeah. And I, I can't see Evan getting a penny for him. Now, <laughs> Greg, you, you were out in Wolfsburg last season when Tony Hibbert played right back against one of the best teams in the Europa League. Did a good job? He did. That versatility is something that has always been a string to his bow. We've seen him play in, se- in centre-half. Centre-half. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he play sorry didn't he, didn't he play um, centre midfield under Walter Smith he played play that wouldn't surprise me yeah. <laughs> he played there that's when he played in, coming up in the youth scenes yeah yeah, field, so, yeah yeah so yeah, 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 yeah. No, so yeah he had, Phil you're absolutely right he has got all that experience but at 34 the game with his injury record it tiffs and butts I know what you're saying if he got fit yeah. He's not going to play for Everton. That's the thing. He's not going to get into Everton's team. So it would take a real leap of faith in imagination to see him playing however many games. Half a million quid. Sorry, please. Just leave off the brandy. <laughs> just to add to that, if it was a goal scorer and Tony Hibbert, though, it would be priceless, wouldn't yeah. it? Like, you know, I just, I'm going to uh, argue against Tony here, really, because I think... I think he's been a great servant at right back. I think, um, I know what you're saying about getting forward, but his priority is defend. Yeah. I and mean, it's hard to have a defender who can defend, who actually is a bit weaker up the pitch than sort of the opposite 
way down there, to be honest with you. Um, and you've got to remember as well, when he first came into the team, there was great hopes for him, and I think that's probably what stopped him developing. When, remember when Emma Wayne had that press conference when mm, yeah. Wayne yeah. signed his contract? I think that was January 2003. And the press was saying, Everton have gone on to two, two people here who've got you know, good, great futures. Yeah. Yeah. Hibbert was seen as then as a future England yeah, yeah, right back. Yeah. I think he'd broken into the under-21s or 23s, what it was at the time. But I think you you, you are right, Tony. I think it's in the modern game that that sort of maybe not not great going forward has maybe stopped him reaching but that. I think that, if he was playing football in the seventies and eighties, he was even but, superb. Yeah, but, but there's yeah. a va- surely there's a value on a fullback you can defend. But there's value on experience. Yeah. That, that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's like the Jags thing, isn't it? There's a value on somebody's played X hundreds of games in the Premier League. What's I, all, I pay five hundred grand for you, so. What's all, what's all, <laughs> Just quickly touch on what Tony just said. He's right. You look at the championship now. There was a time when you'd go, well, the level below the Premier League, they'd take his experience, what have you. All the full-backs in the championship are young athletes who are bombing forward. I don't know if they can... All signing for Everton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you don't get many full-backs, because I notice watching occasion when I do see the championship, it's not gnarled old veterans who've dropped down a division. It's young lads who are getting back and forth, back and forth. Maybe that's a trend, as we've seen. For full backs in but, general. But you're not buying them, are you, to play them in the first team every week? You're just buying them to be around the club and give the price and support, aren't you? Well, yeah, Phil, you've, you've got an insight into Apparently, that is, it sounds a cliche, but it is a real value, isn't it? The way it does come into the dressing room yeah, on the match. Oh, and it's not, it's not just Roberto trying to sort of keep up the morale of, a, of an injured, experienced player who's, you know, part of the fabric. I've spoken to a couple of players and they say, Tony, it's great around the place, you know, it really. On match days in training, you know, and they really feel for him, you know, and, 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 and are desperate for him to be fit. So there is a value in that. I mean, you know, somebody who knows the club understands what the expectations and the fans understands what it's all about to play for Everton. You know, there is for us, but it's not half a million quid well, to someone else. Uh, experience at the top level in England is that not? Again, is that not? Is not a value on that? Uh, it's funny, isn't it? You can you can claim for fifty million quid in about like two minutes, then spend the rest of the night arguing over five hundred thousand pounds. You know. I, I think I've maybe been playing devil's advocate here. Surely you can't just have you're paying someone a good wage just to sit around no, the club and be good for morale. You, surely. You, no, you're, you're buying him. You're buying him to, to be in your squad. Forgive me, Phil. Yeah, but are, he's not in the squad. Him. He's never in the squad now, is he? Well, we're we're saying. He, he gets himself fit. That's yeah. why we say, because otherwise, he, of course, if he's injured, they'll be buying him out. But at the moment, I'm trying to say at the moment. Yeah, he, yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I often play 80 minutes on, on Sunday for the 21s, and he was he was decent, but then obviously got a little niggle and had to come off. And I understand mm. that's the number of the point, of course. But <laughs> what I'm saying to you is ignore the 85th minute and think about the first 80. Yeah. And I think, well, is that it? Is that it? Is the towel going in for Phil? You take a lot of shots, fellas, yeah. It's very cash to check. Pull him out, pull him out. Five hundred grand. Punchy. Right. You're doing well until he got a man off into there. Actually, yeah. yeah. Um, well, last one, because we could be here for hours and hours. And as, as we've been talking, I've been, I've been trying to weigh up which one I want to sort of throw at you. Um, there's a couple of contentious ones, but I think, yeah, I think that's, that's the right one you've got to point, point to. A lad who's emerged this season in the end of last in the first team. Brendan Galloway, 19, bought for an initial £120,000, I believe. Contract until 2019, looking to get a new deal on the table. Chris Beasley says £7 million. <laughs> now, Chris I, Beasley. I, I, th- I think if somebody bought Brendan Galloway for £7 million, that is Slip. steal of the century. That's David Dickinson bargain hunts. Yeah. That is an absolute 
Well, that's incredible. Has he slipped on his key? He's definitely well, missed off at least a one there. I think he's missed at least a one there. Go on. Yeah. I, I, I judge uh, Galloway from when he plays. All my Liverpool support mates always text me and say, that left back you've got is really good. Yeah. And they don't do it about any other player. They always text and say, he's a really good player. And, and, uh, and so that's a good sign. And <laughs> us for a start. Uh, and I think. I would, I would definitely double that. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say definitely 15 million. Yeah. Uh, and I think even a bit like Barkley, I think in a year's time, I think he may be even talking, talking more. Yeah. Um, because he, he's, he's, and it's, it's only English factor and all that type of stuff. Um, I think definitely double it for the time being. Well, Sony is another factor, as as uh, the manager alluded to in his press conference today when he was discussing Matty Fold's arrival. As he says in his words, the profile of a left-footed centre-half, which Brendan is, going to, is being primed to be, is very difficult to find. So there's another five million quid, surely, at least. Yeah, I totally agree with what Gav's just said. But I, I, I don't know if the bees is on here again. You've got, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be seven million for Galloway. You've got to be start trebling this because he's been one of Everton's finds this season. Is there something on his contract where it go, It's what does he be buying for? I think initially, I believe, about 120 grams. And it rises. So it just shows you the potential on what MK Don's thoughts yeah, from the Yeah, there's all sorts of sell-on clauses and buy-out periods, I think, yeah. you know, the usual stuff that yeah. gets factored into when you sell a young lad. Yeah, yeah it's only a couple of weeks ago when I said that, it, that Leighton Baines is going to struggle to get back into this team. So that shows you how, how highly I, I think of Brendan. I think he's been an excellent fan this season. He's been putting some influential performances. Really, really good, solid defender. Pacey... Do you know what? Yeah, I, 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 you can treble your money easy on Brendan. I think. And don't forget, obviously, as you touched upon before, Phil, so you can play centre half as well. Yeah. So yeah. you're not you're not just buying a left, young left back here. You're buying a centre half as well. So yeah, you're talking fifteen to twenty million easy. Yeah. Well, moving on then. Um, so according to Chris's, Chris's calculations, Everton will be taking the best part of three hundred and twenty-two million pounds worth of talent to the South Coast this weekend. Uh, Gav. How is the £322 million worth of talent going to get on? Um, well, I, I was very impressed on Saturday against Aston Villa. And all I can say is, if we repeat that performance, or even if we play half as well as that performance, we'll have too much uh, for Bournemouth. Uh, you can see the confidence of the last couple of games at home, certainly. A solid performance at West Ham, uh, you know, continuing. Uh, and I just hope, I'm, you know, thinking at the moment, I hope in a couple of years' time, I look back over the last couple of home games and think that's when it clicks. That's when it clicked yeah, and it yeah. turns. Yeah. You know, and um, it's our best goal scoring season in the league for 30 years. So it just shows if you score goals, it puts you in a good place. So win and hopefully a good win. Tony, go on, mate. One thing I want to, sorry, just before I do a prediction, touch upon is that when we're looking at the valuation of this current squad, it, it just goes into significance how much of a big season this is for Everton because I think we spoke about it before is that if we do if we don't get Champions League football which is it's entirely unlikely but if we don't get it this team will the looks as though will be broken up which will be sad to see and we're touching up on you've got Lukaku 50 million Stones 55 to 60 Ross even 50 so it will be sad to see so it just shows you how highly what we think of these players and how, how the significance of Champions League football is 
this squad. Going back to Bournemouth, um, we, sh- we should be steamrolling teams like this. Everybody else is, so I don't see why Everton shouldn't be. We've got to be scoring at least two or threes, aren't they? And they are quite open at the back, the way they like to play football. But I do highly think of um, Eddie always done a fantastic job there and, and Evertonian as well. There you go. An exclusive from Tony Scott. Yeah, he is. Um, on the ropes, he is. Yeah, Evertonian, yeah, yeah. Evertonian. Greg, um, only, two, only two teams have scored more goals in the league than Everton this season. And Bournemouth have conceded the most. Yeah. What's if, that point? If only, yeah. If only, if only, if only, if only, my strong point, Phil, as you well know, but even I can figure that one out. But, if only things always work to plan. However, we've had a happy fair talent round on the South Coast once this season. If we can continue this form, like the lads, really buoyant and looking at flying down there, really. Unfortunately, you literally. Quite literally. Unfortunately, you won't be. Easy, Jeff, Phil. Well, he's actually going down with him. I hope Beasley isn't driving while he's, while he, while he's high. He's doing his valuation. Well, down the motorway. Tony Hibbert, because he's going down with Bees. But um, we should go down there to the Vitality or whatever, you, whatever yeah, they call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and do a job on them. Well, and then you can kick off the predictions well, and we'll go back around. The I just, he keeps trying to speed us on. So <laughs> it's a note of caution that you've rang there, and it's, it's struck a chord in me that this could be, and I don't want to compare it to that England golden generation, you know, with Scholes, Beckham, and all that. But it is definitely potentially a golden generation for Everton. <coughs> and I think you're right, here, you know, if they don't achieve something tangible this season, you'll certainly have the mouth, Raiola in the summer trying to get <laughs> he trying to get speak to the press quite quiet anything. shrinking yeah. violet he'll be trying to get Ron out of town Stones probably will be going anyway um, Barkley I can say but anyway let's not be too negative we'll go down there we'll beat them 3-0 and it'll be onwards and upwards and we're all going on a European tour Tony score for me mate 3-1 Everton but I'll be playing against three ex-Blues I think Atsu, Distan and Gosling that's who been involved. I, I, no, I don't know. Right. If he's, if he's, he's too, sorry, though. shortlisted for what was it for? African football the year something. No, Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or. Because of his African combinations. Was, Be- was, Be- was Beasley on the panel? Yeah. <laughs> Eighty million. That's it. <laughs> uh, I would say, I would say, a comfortable two 0 The only thing I'd say, I wonder what team will play on Saturday. We'll have half a mind on Tuesday. Mm, can you afford that, Gav? Again, no Premier League games easy. Silverware and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think it'll be two on Everton, yeah. I think we'll win, but I think we'll concede. I think Bournemouth will be up for it. I think, you know, you might buy better at home, perhaps, you know, and, and got a, a morale boosting point at the Liberty. So we're uh, going great. Are we going to see Momo, 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 Momo Bessic play because Barry get a little rest there the Tuesday? Or? Mo plays 65 minutes on Sunday. He looked good. He says he's fit, but he also said to me afterwards that they have to be careful because he, he, you know, he, he, he injured his hamstring in pre season. Came back against Chelsea and it went again. So I'd be surprised if he played, but that probably means he will do so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening to our, uh, our sort of ramblings and musings on this piece. But you can go online and, and, and see the piece for yourself. It's really well worth a read. Chris has done a great job, uh, despite us uh, ribbing some of his, uh, his valuations. But thanks for listening uh, and keep with the echo. Ben jij prijsbewust? Nu extra MB's bij de Sony Xperia XA2. Voor 19,50 per maand, 300 minuten of sms'jes en 1500 MB internet tijdens de Ben Prijsbewust Week. Kijk op ben.nl. Let op, geld lenen kost geld.